Spinning the the trash can. Trash can gets us live. Squeezer, do I have you? I got you. Sorry, there is uh underneath. Uh, I got the YouTube's open for the little chat, and underneath, you know, there's like random videos they're trying to sell you on based on whatever the hell I was looking at. Okay. And I have cute dogs and cats in spring. Pets rejoice at the arrival of flowers. <laughs> Happy pet space. Mm, okay. It's adorable. Oh my goodness! It fits in the palm of your hand. Um, are you guys gonna be getting a pet sometime soon? Uh, no, we got we got guinea pigs. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, you no, they, pigs. they don't count. They sit in a cage. You feed them grass. Do the girls play with them? Like take them out and play with them? Yeah, sometimes. But they're not that fun. Much fun. They 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 they're little snuggle things I guess and but yeah they they just kind of they eat and poop eat and poop it's kind of like uh, me. <laughs> um, what? Uh, I guess that's uh, you get a big week this week. You're going to see Dune two on Friday and IMAX uh, down in King of I'm, Prussia. I am so excited. I'm debating if I'm about buying a ticket for. Uh, Later that night, there's an eleven o'clock showing. You want you're that excited? You want to see that movie twice? I I want to see it like three times in the opening <laughs> week, at least. Why? Uh, pad those numbers. Oh. Help out the theaters. I think it's gonna be a big hit. Like they've been parading those stars all the fuck over the place. Yeah, and it's it's been a while since stars like promoted movies, so it's almost like it's something new. Yeah, they couldn't promote movies with their in the strike. Um, so I mean, I mean, that, the pushing that off was—I know they're still doing some tweaks, but just kind of pushing it off until that kind of like blew over, and no, no one's thinking about it. Yeah, because uh, it it smart move. Well, I mean, Ant Man suffered from not having its stars out. Uh, there's a couple movies that like uh, there's a couple movies that just straight up suffered because the stars couldn't go on the late night talk show circuit. They couldn't, they couldn't um, get their picture taken in 50 different cities wearing futuristic outfits. Yeah. Madam Webb. I mean, that suffered from it. Uh, Madam Webb had a full court press of, <laughs> uh, of press and it just, it was a shit movie. Uh, did, did, you didn't see it, right? No. You're just aware of it. You no. don't need to, it um, it made five point nine million dollars last weekend. I don't know All what right, its totals so it's are. Not a t- total loss, right? So far, it made it it opening fifteen million. That'll cover the. Uh... And so so far, it's it's grossed seventy eight million worldwide. So, 
I don't know what its budget is. Oh, he's checking it. Checking. Eighty million. So it's almost made its budget. It almost made its budget. Almost, yeah, and then double it. Uh, well, cut it in half and double it. It's not that plain and simple. You can't really do that because you could write off a lot of the marketing. So. It's right, not, so not usually when uh, they say double it, it doesn't mean anything. It's disaster. A, yeah. It's not, it doesn't have to recoup necessarily the marketing budget. It's, sure. I mean, no movie in Hollywood's ever made money, so. No. And and the bright thing uh, on the bright side, if you do, then you put on a streaming service. It's there for to be one of those movies when they go to take movies away. You know. Sure. So it's not like they're going to take away anything you like. It's say we put this out here so we could just take it away right away. So it'll eke out its budget and its box office run, and then it'll make some money off DVD. Well, not DVD, but but it'll make money off streaming rights. I'm sure it already and has. Maybe for the maybe the 13 percent on Rotten Tomatoes even like you know helped it a little. Like people want to oh it's down 12 percent now. The 12 percent on Rotten Tomatoes like I want to go see this. Um, I think it was more Dakota Johnson and Sidney Sweeney. <laughs> oh. Dakota Johnson showing up to all those fucking appearances basically naked. All right, I'll go see it. She, uh, she, sh she was on Seth Meyers with her bus cheeks hanging out. Um, did you see President Biden on Seth Meyers? Uh, yes. Yes. Pretty good. I watch Seth every night, so I, yeah. I still haven't, I still haven't watched, uh, I watched John Oliver's Supreme Court rant. I haven't watched his online scam rant yet. And I'm not. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. For some I reason, I, Supreme Court one. I just have not been able to get into John Stewart. No? Nah. I never really watched him to begin with. Oh, see, I did. And I honestly, I here, here's the here's the problem. I I watched the first one. The first okay, one was, was bored me. I was like, oh, he does yeah, too much it. shtick. Get to the content. There. There isn't. That's how what it always was. Do I see that? I didn't watch. That's why. And and and, and to be fair, like that, sh the first one back was basically a twenty-five minute monologue, and I think the problem is, and no d disrespect, it's there does not my cup of tea. The current uh, group of correspondents, like I don't necessarily care for. It's just not my thing. Like I was, I liked, you know, you. I mean, you had Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell. Mo Rocca, um, John Oliver, Vance DeGeneres, and uh, who was uh, was it Samantha? No, Samantha B wasn't there at first. There was someone before her, I thought. But like you had all these people that you I found hysterical, right? And so like when they came in and do their bits, it, it feels like everyone else now is just doing an impression of them, kind of just going through the motions. I'm just you know. Yeah, That's I mean, just me, I just, I watched occasionally, and I watched a couple of, John, I like John Stewart's Apple show, I like that format where he's just interviewing people, and it's more, it's less, like, shtick, and more, like, John Stewart being fucking pissed, which I like, um, but, yeah, I'm just a Seth Meyers boy, I love him, he's fucking, yeah. he cracks, and I'll watch Kimmel's monologue, I'll watch Kimmel's monologue every once in a while, but I, I, I try to get all of Seth's show, it's a, it's a good he, and he had President Biden. That was pretty fun. Oh, that's... Dark Brandon. They talk Dark Brandon. We'll, we'll see uh, on his first show ever, 
uh, he's celebrating 10 years. And on the first night of his show, he had Amy Poehler on and pres- uh, well, Vice President, then Vice President Biden. And they were celebrating what, that. So he had Amy what, Poehler and President what Biden. Year, what year was that? 2014. Oh, so hang on. Was Parks and Rec still? Mm-hmm going then mm-hmm. yes it's also part of the whole shtick like it just works out having her yeah well the hands. whole gig for when he was on two nights ago on seth he was like of course uh president Biden was on the show the first time you were here i couldn't get him for the second time she goes oh you couldn't you couldn't get him oh, i can get him <laughs> and that was the whole shtick um then he talked about on the tuesday show about how uh like how his appearance on Parks and Rec was. He was like, they just told me like this woman's going to come in and like be really annoying and act like you do not know what the fuck she, who she is and what she's doing here. And, uh, yeah, but, um, it's Dune 2. Oh boy. I'm fucking pumped. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're going to do the third. That's going to be a little, I feel like it's going to be a bit because this looks epic, like scale wise is epic. And if they take like he plans on and he's working on it right now is writing Dune Messiah as the third in the trilogy. It's a lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck did I just watch? Because it gets weird and just very just. uh, Very much low key uh, conspiracy driven kind of uh like spy thriller without really the thrill so it's going to be interesting to really go out on a much more man your description note. almost put me to sleep I, that's why i don't want to see the movie oh uh, it's fucking fantastic no no this is the third one I <laughs> oh, oh, oh. no the second one this is going to be fucking epic and because it's going to be weird too because a lot of it i don't know they're saying that Aaliyah might not even be in it so we'll see what happens there because she's a big player you know it's his uh, little sister that was born as an 87 year old woman with telepathic powers hmm. um, so yeah it's going to be interesting and like the in the book like the battle scene is written basically there's like a line that says there was a battle and so you can go like and expand on it so, and I'm sure he did it's going to be fucking epic so um did you see the art of the headlines about Wendy's and their dynamic pricing plan that really fucking <laughs> was like throwing shit at a fan? Wow, they really just uh They were gonna do surge pricing on the menus. Why don't, you just, burn, why don't you just burn it to the ground? Right. Just... Raising fucking Dave Thomas is rolling over in his fucking grave. How at that point people are just gonna okay, well it's busy now, so I'm gonna go somewhere else. Right. Surge pricing. Fucking. Well, now they're Did walking they, it back. That, that's not how things like that work. Like, no. Because it, it's based on supply and demand. <laughs> that's why Uber works that way. There aren't enough drivers for people, so they can demand more. That's why, why tickets are more expensive to a concert. Like, it's not like you have a limited amount of cheeseburgers at that time and place so they could charge oh god and and i've never had quality service at a wendy's so <laughs> like I, if anything wendy's. during the surge i should pay less 
That Wendy's on 412 might be the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even say restaurant. Building with people inside ever. Yeah, I they're 20 million. They're all digital menus to all U.S. company operated. And uh, people flipped out. They're like, what? Surge pricing. They're like, no, 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 no. We're not doing surge pricing. And how do you control it? And like, so if you're at the back of the line and you're just watching, it's like the stock market and you're just watching the price of your burger tick up and up and up. Yeah, right. I know. That's what uh, John Hine was talking about on Howard Stern. Oh, really? Today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Howard. yeah. Well, John Hine's a fast food expert. Oh. Hit him with the Hine. Um, they sent a clip. I'm looking for it uh, in the group chat. I wanted to play it for everybody and let us discuss it. But let me see. I got to figure out how to access a, an Instagram clip on the computer. Ah, just put it on your phone and crank it up real low and real loud and put it to the mic. Yeah. Do it work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's uh, Night Flight Official. Hold on, let me just, I could pull up Instagram on my computer. I forgot about that. Night Flight Official. Searching things on Instagram. Okay. Let's see if this cocksucker has this. Well, where did... Where is it? What? Real. Let's see if it's real. Uh, Where's the real they posted? So, oh, here it is. Here it is. All right. This is about 90 slang, and it's it's dead serious. This is not a gag video. All right. Oh, hold on. Let me pot it up. That would obviously help. Where's the fucking volume? Oh, fucking Instagram. All right, here it is. Oh, if you want to be sure to sound hip in the 90s. Yo, a greeting. Yo, Curb, what's up? <laughs> Clutch the pearls, said in amazement or disbelief. Well, you know he's married. <gasps> Clutch the pearls. Fuck. <laughs> In the 80s, it was just wasted. I don't know how many I had, but boy, did I get bucked. I sure felt that the next morning that was really the worst thing I'd ever done. I think they I meant... drive home. No way. I think they meant fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. MacGyver is in the TV show where the impossible is often accomplished. I can't believe you got off that speeding ticket. What a MacGyver. Norville. That's not how it works. I'm just the, don't fight the video till it's over. Secretly undermine. What? I can't believe you saw your job. You've really been novel. Black and Decker, or a real tough assignment. You get the analogy, right? This nope. job is a real grind. It's just a Black and Decker. Some phrases may be around forever. Well, look, I gotta run. Peace. Bye, Tom. One last word for words of the '90s. You gotta remember that hip slang changes rather quickly, so if you wanna use any of these phrases, you better use them in a hurry. I mean, think of Bart Simpson. Cowabunga is dreadfully out of date, horribly out of style, and you don't want to appear bizotic, do you? That was an awesome evening segment I just saw. Well, here are some other phrases you wanna know if you wanna be sure to sound hip in the 90s. All right, yeah, this is yep. repeating. Yeah. How about that? I, I don't... 
Someone in the comments wrote, that guy never bucked anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I mean, it's not how you use MacGyver. You can still use MacGyver now. Yeah, when... There's a new show. You use MacGyver now when you're fucking horribly explaining a fucking Dune movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we changed we change the meaning. You're MacGyvering it. Oh, yeah, wait for my, my real-time Dune, Dune review. Uh, we should like probably make that a special episode. Trust me. You record okay. it yourself, send it to me, and I'll post it. Don't worry. Oh, you got it. <laughs> um, oh, shit. So we lived through the 90s. I don't... I, yo, I mean, I still use yo. Yo. Yeah, I still use yo. Yo. Uh, what was the other one? It was I mean, yo, still say, clutch still the pearls. I, I mean, I, no, it wasn't I wasted. It was bucked. It wasn't wasted. But but no, but I never used bucked. I used wasted. Right. I was so fucked, not bucked. Oh man, I was so fucked last night. Oh, curb. What's up? Yo, curb. Clutch the pearls. Clutch the pearls. I mean, I still, I st I still use clutch. Oh, clutch my pearl. Cl not clutch the pearls. Clutch my pearl. I say like fucking pearl clutchers. Like, oh my god, you're gonna clutch the pearls. Like. But so I never heard it like, in, 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 like ironically. Yeah, like, I never heard like, someone do it like, like someone's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, clutch the pearls. Fuck you. Oh, he's married. <gasps> clutch the pearls. Fuck. And she actually clutches her pearls in the video. These two I fucking mean, douchebags. In the 80s, it was just wasted. I don't know how many I had, but boy, did I get bucked. I sure felt it the next morning. That was really the worst thing I'd ever done. I hope you didn't drive home. No way. Oh, this like prime guy. example. Hey, Squeezer, Ian fucked up again. <gasps> Clutch my pearls. Like, that's how I use it. Came with that one quick. Yeah. MacGyver, as in the TV show where the impossible is often accomplished. Which is I can't believe you got off that speeding ticket. Wait, 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 wait till I stop to start talking. <laughs> no, this is, that's called rad years. <laughs> talking over shit. <laughs> what a MacGyver. Norville. To secretly undermine. What's in, where's the basis of Norville? I have no idea. What? I can't believe you saw your job. You've really been Norville. You've really been Black Norville. Or <laughs> someone wrote, no black people are harmed in the making of this video. <laughs> A real tough assignment. You get the analogy, right? No. It's a real grind. It's just a black and decker. Some phrases may be around forever. Well, look, I gotta run. Peace. Bye, Tom. Yo and peace. We still use them. But, uh... <laughs> Someone commented, Tracking, your package is delayed. Me, clutch the pearls! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, so I think... Uh, That's fantastic. Ish posted wow. it. So, um... No, Joe, I'm sorry. Joe... Post a little too sweet, so I figured I had to share with everybody. People still say they got bucked instead of wasted. They just spell it differently with an F. This was bucked up. And now the kids say uh, dumb shit, but, you know. Yeah. I don't care. I'm old enough to not give a fuck. Yeah. What did uh, we say? What well, did we you... say when we were like young? That was, we. I think uh, the shizzle, like the the yeah, Snoop Dogg talk. Yeah, but I didn't say that. 
You that, you that never said for shizzle. Of, you never. You're fucking not, lying. I mean, ironically, maybe. Yeah, of I course. Never said it being, yeah. yeah. Well, you're uh, never I mean, been but, cool, so why would you say it being yeah, cool? Exactly. But there were those people well, that from said one non-cool be, person to another. Yeah, but there, there are people that used it in oh. the sense that they are cool using it. What about I cool beans? It. You've said cool beans. I've heard you say it. Oh, I love cool beans. <laughs> cool beans. It's cool perfect. beans. <laughs> cool beans. You ever see that? <laughs> cool beans sketch. What was that from? <laughs> No. Uh, it might. It was either Mad TV or or Kids in the Hall. Oh no, it was Hot Rod. It was that movie Hot Rod. Did you ever see Hot Rod with Andy Samberg? <laughs> no. Say Cool Beans. There's something very freeing about not being cool and not hey. and eventually and you get to that point when like you're younger and you're getting older and you're like you know what I am I am gonna be cool I'm still gonna be cool and then you realize you're not. And the weight of the world lifts off your chest. I mean, uh, I ha- I still have plenty of weight on my chest, but mm. that's from, you know, an eating disorder. But as far as the coolness, oh, it's so refreshing. Hey. So, look, uh, I was way out of line, and I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry about your dad. Thanks. So, cool beans? Cool beans. <laughs> cool beans. It works so well for so much. Cool beans. 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 <laughs> what was that hot rod yeah you, you've seen that movie right no oh my god i fucking watched that movie like 20 times with back in 2007 when it came out it's so fucking dumb but it's wonderful cool beans cool beans <laughs> so uh we are talking Schneider. sponsored by ah, Del- fuck this man ah! i have to watch oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm fuck i'm gonna have to get apple tv now why uh, they just announced uh, Neuromancer is getting a 10-part adaptation for Apple TV. Oh, man. William Gibson. It's like the, the fucking... The, oh, I'm the godfather of cyberpunk. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, not if, the godfather of cyberpunk. Yes. Oh. Coin- Shut up. <laughs> Mock me. What am I going to... Man. I guess I'm just gonna get ready and sit on my couch, and I have Apple TV, so I'm set. So I'm just gonna, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get my uh, what is cyberpunk? Is that like steampunk? Do I need to get some weird like pipe glasses or something? Uh, well, without the pipe glass, but uh, like uh, basically, it's that's yeah, Blade uh, Runner, right? Apple, uh, yeah, well. Yeah, kind of. Blade Runner meets uh, Matrix, kind of. Yeah, it's all, they all fit in that. Uh... Blade Runner had a lot of cyberpunk aspects, but it, it was more grounded in, like, with the noir stuff. So it, it didn't have the the same, it's absolutely part of it. But it got 
weirder and twistier and grittier and you know dirtier what is it went on do androids count do digital androids sleep dream and electric their, sheep. dream electric sleep that's what it is sheep sheep yeah that's what I'm, i just can't speak yeah i got you that's gonna be do you ever watch dark winds nope okay or devotion nope okay well the guys that are showrunners and that are running this i wasn't sure if you hmm. dark winds you said i don't know what it is devotion I know the only cyberpunk movie I could get behind is Hackers, Hack the Planet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's cyberpunk, right? Kinda. It's like set in Tokyo is everything cyberpunk. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, uh, artificial landscapes and city lights at night were some of the first metaphors used by the genre for cyberspace and neuromancer by William Gibson. Is this like a it's really a good, old book? Uh, 80s. Mm, 84. Mm, there you go. It's good. It's a good read. Uh, and the, uh, they all get weird. So this picture of Times... I've been in Times Square many, 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 many times, and it does not look like this. <laughs> they, they, well, yeah, they all... Back in the 80s, they thought 2020 was going to be... Uh, well, no, I mean, they. it's just fucking camera tricks. To make the lights all pop. Oh yeah, this is this is an eight. No, what is this year? This is a '90s picture of. It's an old Bud Light. There's a Yahoo ad. Yeah, that's definitely gone. Uh, AT and T. Oh, so this is after Spider Man. It's not singular anymore. Oh, it says at the top, 2007, I think. The picture on I Wikipedia Cyberpunk. Oh, gotcha. And they have the the images. They have our uh, uh, Tokyo, Times Square, New York, and Monterey, Nueva Leon, Mexico, and Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh, really? When I Google, I just get pictures from the game or the series. Oh, yeah, that's your. Uh, you like that but game, right? That's ah, uh, I fired it back. It, it sucked when it came out because. Uh, they, you know, the suits pushed it out because they wanted to make money and it was taking too long. But in the last couple of years, they fixed it and I'm playing now and it's fucking awesome. Huh. So that's why I'm hoping they do the same thing with uh, Starfield. I'm just going to sit back and wait till they fix it in the next couple of years and uh, I'll go play. I don't know if there is fixing it, though. It's missing its soul. You should watch Edge Runners if you got time. It's a good series. Okay. Anime anime version of it. Go for it. It's fun. Hmm. Okay. Um, do we ready to start the show? I believe you're going first tonight. Oh boy, scared nervous. Here is Squeezer's first snowed another snow day pick. hell am I listening to? Nothing. Wait, you don't... Wow, you didn't get dumped off at your grandparents in the snow day when your parents had to go to work, did you? Nope. Oh, I did. And then I would watch The Young and the Restless with 
my uh, mom watched some soaps, but I didn't really pay fucking attention. Uh, I hated them. No, her, her stories. Um, she loved her stories. Um, it was it was great because you'd get a little um, Wheel of Fort or not Wheel of Fortune. Jesus, uh, Price is Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you had to hang around and you watch the news. You had to watch the news, and they wouldn't turn on the local news or even the fun Philly news. No, they would turn on uh, WNEP up in the fucking boonies. Yeah. And for some reason, watch Mountain News. Mm. You know. My, uh, I, I don't get why. Fucking Shima was probably working there still back then. Oh, yeah. You were watching his shitty work back then. My oh, grandmother. I, I See, my grandparents. I don't. My, my grandma just passed away. My mom's mom. I don't really know. She liked. She liked, like, old shows and stuff. Um, but she didn't really, she read, she read a lot of books. The TV was never really on in her house, mm. but then my other grandparents, my dad's parents, my grandpa would sit, he had this, the tape, his, his like makeshift office was the kitchen table yep. and he had his little radio stacks there next to him. And he had this tiny little fucking Sony TV that he had the weather channel on 24 seven. Love the weather channel. And then my grandma just liked celebrity gossip, so she watched Entertainment Tonight and like a Current Affair and shit. Oh, Current Affair was the best. I, I actually I didn't even watch Current Affair. I just liked their like sweepers and like their like you know. Yeah, but it was it was stuff. it was rare for the TV to be on in either of my grandparents' house. Oh, if, the, if I walked into my grandparents and the TV wasn't on, I would get worried. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was always it was constantly always on um but yeah but yeah either my mom uh, or my dad stayed home on a snow day or they just left us there (laughs) i got you well this was early on eventually it was like you know so my if it was a snow day my dad was definitely gone because he was plowing snow right um and my mom like if it wasn't bad enough she was a dental hygienist and they would try it was one of those things where it's like they didn't like canceling on the patients so unless it was like Blizzard conditions, government like uh, state shut the roads down kind of thing. Mm. She would still have to go in and basically sit there while people canceled, because uh, it's too bad to come in. But she had to be there for it. Um, so there would be days where she would take us and dump us off at my grandparents on the way. And sometimes, <clears throat> if we went to my mom's parents, they were up in old good old Copley, and you know, but. My dad's parents were much closer, like basically right off the highway for my mom to get to work. So she would like take us there and it would be a quick thing. So you didn't have time. So it was like, you know, grab a couple of what toys you have or you're stuck playing with uh, a box of uh, playing cards, rubber bands and my dad's old army men and toy horses from the 50s. Mm, yeah, there, uh, there was which, toys at both grandparents. Uh, either I don't know how they got. Th- I really don't know how they got there. But we had a, uh, uh, not Snake Mountain, but um, the the Horde Pit. What the fuck was it called? Uh, Motu. It had like the fucking uh, rubber glove that uh, would make the monster that came out of the the, the thing. Horde mm-hmm. uh, um, playset. It was the Fright Zone. Yes. If you Google the Motu Horde Fright Zone, that, and we got a couple of Motu guys there. That motherfucker, I played with that more than 
Because, like, even after I stopped playing with, I fucking, that glove monster was my fucking thing. I chased my sister around with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but, uh, see, my, my grandparents, my dad's parents, see chasing plastic new, Fred Zone. Um, my uh, grandparents, my dad's parents lived off uh, 15th Street on Pennsylvania Avenue. So that was a bit of a hike. And then my mom's parents lived in the house that, I mean, I was just in. The, the and that's over off, off Brookside Road, right by the West Coastville Post Office. Mm, oh yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah, right, right by that church there, right off you turn off Brooks, right kind of by the Wawa, right behind it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't too far, so it, it wasn't a quick drop off for our grandparents. So it was just either my mom, my usually if my mom worked at the Catholic school we went to, so usually if we were off, she was off. God. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah, but you we would be like just, and and you would make do, um, but like you wouldn't have all like your, like we wouldn't have all our snow stuff. It's like occasionally if we did, like they had a very small little hill in the back, but it's not like they weren't taking us out and like going sledding and stuff, or you know, you know any of that. So we were kind of stuck inside when, like, you wouldn't have gotten playing in the snow. Um, and you just sit and look out the window at, uh, you know, what beautiful, like, fluffy snow for sledding down a hill. And then, you know, the hill is, like, five feet, and the van's down there, so you'd hit the van. So you'd be stuck inside, and I'd be watching her stories, you know, hmm. and the restless with her. And eventually, you get sucked in uh, into it. And you just felt, and it, I don't know, it was kind of a sweet thing too. Like you're you're watching her enjoy it, so you just kind of get sucked into the story too, and it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, but you just keep going along with it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, my mom again would watch soap operas, but uh, we just I just remember uh soap operas, and she didn't really want us watching them either because they're not that child friendly. So, no, it's very raunchy. Kind yeah, of shit but of course, in our household, there was multiple televisions. Um, so I was always going downstairs and fucking watch what you want and leave me the fuck alone. Aw. I mean, yeah, fucking hey, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to fucking sit there and watch goddamn soap operas with her. Yeah. Uh, there was a time, it was a Christmas, I'm trying to think what year it was. I was driving, so it might have been, when did we have a big storm at Christmas, I would say? early 2000s or something like that. But the car broke down and died in like the snowstorm Christmas at their place. Then we had to spend Christmas Day and the Christmas Eve or in the, the next day at their house because we didn't have a ride home. Uh, and like we were like snowed in and shit. It was kind of weird. Huh. Yeah. It was kind of cool. But at the same time like yeah, you kind of want to go home and at this point I'm like Especially my sister. Like, she, like, I don't know if she was home from college. What, or uh, what year was she this? Was, like, what year did we have a fucking snowstorm for Christmas? I don't, I don't know. I have some lost years in the 2000s there after my parents split up where, yeah, well, Christmas, you know, I was at my dad's new house and I don't really remember him at all. I'd just fucking get hammered. You just bury it deep down inside. Uh, no, I didn't have emotions about it. I just. <laughs> Is when I would like binge drink back in the day. Now it's like, oh. you know, I drink to survive. Back then it was just fucking, let's get fucking hammered. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no. Back then, I was. If I had anything, it was my golf course beer that I stole from the. Oh, were you underage or... still? No. I don't know. I I honestly don't know when it was. I'm try... I gotta think when we got rid of that Volkswagen because that's when it died. Uh, that would take some research. It just kind of popped in there. I want to know now. I gotta figure that out. I mean, it's a little late to text my mom now, although she might be up practicing her harp. Um, My mom began playing the harp. So what... Give me a year range. Oh, shit. So... 2000... When was that? We're living in... I'm going to go 2000 to 2007. No, it would have been... I would have said somewhere like 2002 to 2006. I did 2000 to 2007. It looks like it was 2002, Squeezer. Uh, Wednesday, December 25th, 2002. Christmas blizzard. Oh, there's one in... Hold on, let me see if this is actually... Christmas snowstorms pass will be tough to beat. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, so 2000, 2002. All right, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and that would make sense. I, my dad was at his new house, and I was not. Yeah, because I, w- I would have been home from college. She'd still be in high school. I was only 20, though. So I don't know why I was drinking. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but you you almost like a, a a wasted snow day, like the traditional, like what you would think of, go out and you're just. And I, I I look, I loved going to my grandparents, even though it would be you know, it'd smell and you'd kind of sit around. But my <laughs> God, did they have the place? The, There's another one in up. 2006, maybe, but maybe. No, I think that that car was long dead by then. Okay. So, and because 2006, I wouldn't have been driving that car. I would have had, I had my own car by then. 2006, I had that, uh, that Blurple Forester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you and I were, no, 2006, you did not have the Blurple Forester. You still had the Bronco 2. Did I? Yeah. Because I was in fucking Birch Avenue and you were, you slept in that thing outside of my oh, house. Oh, fuck. Thought. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> Wait, when did I get that? I might have got that in seven or eight then. Yeah, I remember when you like got it because we busted time. your balls incessantly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you know what? I think you got that when you went to MedStar because when you came back with it, that's when we busted your balls yeah, incessantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Make it so. Yeah, what up to RK been... and the Michael Winslow of Tinsel? Are you the Michael Winslow of Tinsel? I hope so. I don't know what that means, but I hope so. You did, you did have Tinsel as a, a pick in the Christmas episode. I did. Oh, cause, yeah, because my mom would go. Ugh. Yeah, so it had to have been O2 because I didn't have the Bronco yet because my dad was still driving it. I think he. Gave yeah, me the it Bronco. couldn't have been 2006 because you and I were talking like, like we were buddies back then. What, what year did yeah. you start with, with SEN? 03. Oh, June three. of 03. June. Six three oh three, my first day. Three oh three, my first day. New York, the New York blackout was my first day. 
we just passed my 24 year fucking anniversary. My first day was February of 2000. I think it was February um, 17th of 2000. It was wrestling at Liberty. RCN was there with their bus. Donnie was directing. And I didn't do it. Like, they just needed someone to work. And Kramer called my dad and was like, Callie, your kid, uh, your kid works. A squeezer with the tinsel, tinsel sound effects. That's right. You did have tinsel sound um, He's like, your kid is, your kid's part of the park on uh, TV studio, right? He's like, yeah, can you run camera? I was like, you can. And then he's like, oh, we need someone at uh, wrestling at Liberty. And I go, we'll be there. So I got him from school. He called me. He's like, I'm dropping you off at the at Liberty tonight. I was like, uh, what? And I was dead. I was sick as a dog. But he's like, too bad. You already told him you'd be there. <laughs> like, I, I didn't. Uh, he dropped me off. Munch was running next to me, camera uh, one, or I was on one. He was on two, which would make more sense. I had a lens though. Um, and then it was over, and I'm like, I don't know how what to do with this. And Munch was like, I got it. And then my dad just picked me up, <laughs> and then I had to go in and fill out paperwork the next uh, week. So yeah, that was my first two th- February of two thousand. What Richard Lewis died today too? Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, no, uh, Johnny was, actually was, texted me that. Uh, was, our boss. Was was... Oh shit! Before I saw it in the in the group chat, yeah, John texted oh, me. Yeah, I didn't. When was it? Was that before or after Virgil? Oh yeah, Rip Virgil. I wanted to take my figure out and shoot a picture of Rip Virgil, but I did not fucking get to today. I uh, I, I broke Johnny's heart too. He, we walked out of Wawa with his arms full. No, different Johnny. No, no, this, the, our, uh, big I, Johnny. Yeah, the, the yeah. knockers. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Uh, not not our guess, boss. No, I guess uh, I guess we're not getting Virgil for the uh, for that July show, huh? He goes, uh, I don't know. I don't. His name might have come up, but not seriously. I'm like, no, Johnny he died. He's like, oh. I I didn't mean for it to. Hit like that hard. I didn't. I thought he knew. <laughs> Vince, <laughs> That's how I broke the news to him. Vince's first fucking rib on Dusty. Man, I wanted Virgil. No, Vince's Virgil is Vince's first rib on Dusty Rhodes. Oh, I get that. No, I get that, but I wanted him. I I mean, Bruce says it wasn't a rib, but it's clearly a fucking it, rib. It, yeah. Yeah. Fucking manservant named Virgil. <laughs> I got an idea. It was probably fucking Bruce's idea. <laughs> God damn, pal. Call him Virgil. Virgil Reynolds. Bruce is like, I don't think we could call him Virgil Reynolds. <laughs> Let's call him Dusty then. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh... Anyway, are you done with your grandparents' pick? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can move on. Okay, let me pull up my first pick here. All right. So, um, my dad wasn't, um, hmm, how should I say, able to prepare food. But with the help of infomercials, I'll just let the infomercial do the talking another dreary cold sandwich they're as boring as baloney 
What you need is Snackmate. It makes sandwiches sizzle. Snackmate makes delicious, nutritious hot sandwiches in minutes. Just put in a piece of bread along with your favorite ingredients. Then add the top bread and close the cover. In no time, you'll have a golden brown sandwich like this. Steamy, hot, and mouth-watering delicious. And look, with Snackmate, you can make two different sandwiches at the same time, like a New York-style Reuben here and a scrumptious tuna melt here. You pick the sandwich, Snackmate does the rest. Its precision thermal latch locks in the heat and seals in the flavor. Your sandwiches come out delicatessen perfect each and every time. But there's a lot more to Snackmate than just sandwiches. It's the quickest way there is to make perfect omelets. Pour in your eggs, add your fillings, and in less than three minutes, it's ready to eat. No breaking, no flipping, no runny mess. Prefer French toast for breakfast? With Snackmate, it's foolproof. And why stand in line for those fast food breakfast sandwiches? Nothing is faster than Snackmate. It saves time and money. Use it to make quick and easy after-school pizza snacks. And watch this. A quick turn, close the cover again, and you have beautiful bite-sized hors d'oeuvres. Wait, don't throw out those leftovers. Snackmate turns them into a delicious meal. It even makes scrumptious desserts like this hot apple pie. Or use your favorite prepared mixes for delicious muffins and brownies. Why pay up to $60 for similar models? Snackmate is yours now for two easy payments of only $19.95 each. Here's how to order. Ugh. When my dad was cooking, every time I had to go down to the fucking view room, open up the fucking bureau, and pull this piece of shit. We had a version of this. There was like 50 different versions of the Snackmate. It wasn't the, the Kathy Mitchell... Uh, that, that was um, the Snackmaster. The Kathy Mitchell okay. one. That was not, and that might have been what we had. I don't know. I just found this one from the '90s, and the Kathy Mit Mitchell one on uh, YouTube was like barely fucking can hear really. Uh, but yeah, we had one of these, and it, they're exactly the same. All of them. They all have the same design inside, the same flute, it's same fucking latch. <sighs> and you, it, you mean the the latch the the what did they call it? The thermo latch. Thermo latch, <laughs> perfectly placed like. That's what I always look for is uh, perfectly placed thermal latches on my appliances. Yeah, so we bring this up, and then my dad would make grilled cheeses with us, and uh, they were never good. They, the, the bread turns into this thin, like, <laughs> unflavored crust, and, um, like, the cheese becomes molten lava. It's just not and – the, and, and, like, he didn't – like, in this infomercial, all the bread they put in has the crust cut off of it, but my dad left that shit straight on. <laughs> It seems like such a pain in the like. How is that easier than just throwing it in a fucking frying pan? Because my dad literally couldn't even make scrambled eggs, and it was a big joke in our family. And my mom would constantly razz him about not being able to make scrambled eggs. He burnt them. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and so when he had to make us fucking lunch, it was this or dinner. It was this goddamn grilled cheese machine. <laughs> Uh, and it wasn't a grilled that's what he called it the grilled cheese machine but it, clearly they make tons of shit with this thing but all he did with it is make grilled cheese it's just the the hot bread and cheese yeah oh, go down in the computer room and get the grilled cheese machine oh no dad <laughs> as he's fucking can we had an electronic can opener as he's putting a couple of cans of Campbell's on the fucking can opener you're getting fucking Campbell's chicken noodle soup or chicken and stars and a fucking <laughs> horrible grilled cheese sandwich. 
I don't think I've ever had anything good out of any of those like kitchen gadgets along that uh, those lines. I mean, the magic bullet was probably the only one, and that like transcended infomercials to make like the store shelves. Yeah. And like the neutral bullet, and then you know Ninja copied it, but yeah, the magic bullet I would think is the only one that like like broke through. And the oh, and the George Foreman grill. Those are the two. Yeah. Yeah, that they, that they've become they've entered the dichotomy of products. I would have much rather and and so we got a George Foreman grill and we made grilled cheese on that and that was actually those were actually pretty good. Sure. Um, but yeah, the, I remember we got the George Foreman grill. That thing was life changing. That was that was still rad years. That's how long that thing's been around. That's crazy, and they still like it. I still have one. I now, made grilled chicken with it the other night. It's fucking great. But but now it's just. Just another household appliance that you could use. That it's your indoor grill because there was my fucking deck was covered in snow and I didn't feel like clearing it to go use the grill. So I plan ahead. I I rolled the uh, I rolled the I rolled the grill underneath the roof just to Mm. give myself enough room. I don't have any roofing. Oh, you gotta get a roof so you can grill in the snow. Yeah, or like a little pop up tent. I had the foreman. I actually think it comes out better on the foreman. I mean, if you're doing, maybe I don't, I don't do a lot of chicken, so it's like very even, not burnt. Mm-hmm. I could I could see how that's a a bonus. I would I wouldn't do a a, a good steak in it. It's not the and the foreman. Yeah, no, because no, no. you're trapping you're trapping the heat too. Much. I don't even you really to cook through like that. Right. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I'm not a steak guy, but I don't even like grilled steak that much. You know, I like put it in a fucking pan with butter. I mean, ideally, that is that is perfect. But I, I've come along around to uh, grilling it, only because it makes too much noise and smoke at night. Oh but yeah, yeah. Cooking, searing it in a pan and doing it in the oven is my preferred method. But that but stinks your house like, up. Something fierce. Yeah. If I'm, Stank if the I'm, joint up. Something fierce, but. Yeah. <laughs> I slice the garlic so thin it melts in the pan. That's my favorite uh, scene in the fucking movie. It, yeah. It's grown up like as a kid, like when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm just watching these guys hang out in a room and, and cook in a prison. Now I'm like, that is that looks like freedom to me. And he even says that it's like when guys go to prison when they want to get away from their wives. Right. Like they're just having the time of their life in there. Mm hmm. Steak and lobsters, <laughs> fucking bread, white and red wine, all the drugs you could sell and, and use. Uh, that was the life. But yeah, yeah. snow days. When Jeffrey had to make us fucking lunch, it was always the look, look at the grilled cheese machine. That's uh, not quite with snow days. Um, here's your second pick. What is do- Doodles fucking? Do you hear her? Oh, I do now. Hi, Doodles. She's down. That's downstairs. She's doing her fucking warble. We Aww. think last night it was so loud at four in the morning it woke us both up. We is, think is the wind is it the wind fucking with her? Or? No, she does it every night. We think she oh. like finds a place where it like echoes the most in the stairwell and sits right there and does it. It's like she can hear herself. Oh, so she's just like her dad, just like the sound of her own voice. <laughs> just like him. All right, here's your second pick. Schools are closed today. Shelbyville, Ogdenville, Ogdenville Tech, and Springfield Elementary. <gasps> My dear Watson Detective School. No, everyone's off but us. Oh, stop. Your father and I don't get the day off. Liddy says we've got the day off. <laughs> <Yippee>! <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> it's the yippee that sells it. <laughs> and the fact that... Isn't he in his uh, PJs with a fucking scarf, too? No, no. He's got, like, his, like, winter clothes on. He's ready to go out and play in the snow. Um, but the, also the fact that he works in a nuclear power plant and they get the day off. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there was... You, you'd sit there and you just wait and wait. And you watch the little ticker go by. And you just... Yours, every other school is closed except yours. Uh, yeah, I got my and, own version of this story. And Come. we go in, and you, you honest to God, you think you're not going to school because it's, it's pretty bad out. The forecast is bad, but you get on the bus, you go to this. I remember I was in second grade, so this would have been, uh, whatever. So ninety-two, probably ninety-one okay. or ninety-two. We get to school. We walk into the classroom. I got my little coat on. I got my backpack with my basketball my basketball backpack where the pocket in the back was that weird uh, spongy like mesh met, uh, netting, mesh netting that looked like a basketball hoop but felt really weird and like squishy. Um, and the teacher goes, go to your seats. Don't take your coats off. You're going home. <laughs> really? And the place goes, fucking ballistic like what? that's a fucking road warrior pop for that yeah oh fuck yeah um and yeah then the little chime goes off ding, ding, and they announce early dismissal and it was like i said i didn't even take your coats off the buses just they dropped us off and sat there and waited for us to come back outside lovely um, to take us home because that's, that's probably one of your, the best memories of your life yeah. Oh, uh, vividly. I, I told you what backpack I was wearing, where I was. <laughs> like, I, I, I know the angle. I was, my, the door was like, the, the window was to my left. The door is forward and to my right. Like, I walked in and turned around and see the teacher. And she goes, you're going home right away. Fucking epic. That is. And it counted as a, as a school day, too, so we didn't have to make it up. Um, But, yeah, any any time that you were in... Getting off is one thing because you can plan ahead, but there is those days like I don't know why. Like they didn't have any forethought. Like like oh we can we can get it in, but then those early dismissal days, uh, you made you made the most out of those too. And especially if you knew it was gonna happen, and the teachers just if you got a good teacher, didn't give a didn't give a fuck. The worst were, were the ones what, that when I when, try, when I was a kid and learning. When I was a kid, I think I liked early dismissal better than um, like two hour delay. But uh, the two hour delay was the worst. The, not for not the older I got, man, fucking especially in high school, I fucking live for two hour delays. Ah. My dad coming in and say, "Go back to sleep, two hour delay." Fuck yeah, because you're in the school the same amount of time. What early dismissal versus two hour delay? Yeah. Yeah, it's a squeeze. Look, look I, at I, us now. I, look at us now. Yeah. You're an early dismissal guy at work. I'm a two hour delay guy. Yeah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah, I like to go in, get it done, and get out. No, no. I don't want to delay the inevitable. Let me sleep. Uh, I love to sleep you in. Procrastinate it? <laughs> Not only procrastinate, I wanted to sleep in. Oh, I would be up. Oh, for me, no, two hour delay was like, oh, fuck, it's video game time. 
Like if if even if you knew Ugh. like uh we're not having if if I knew there was gonna be a snow day tomorrow, I was gonna probably be up even earlier. Nothing I'd be up at six. Pissed me off any more anything more than when I was up and and then we found out there was a two hour delay, so I just had to sit and wait to go to school. Oh god, I fucking hated that. I would get up earlier. Rocking. I would set alarms to be up by like five thirty, six o'clock on a, either a snow day or, or a two hour delay. Well, you wanted to seize the day. You got to seize the day. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I. We are such different people. Oh yeah, I would fucking drive Mrs. Squeezer fucking nuts. Pre kids, when I would you know have time to myself during the day and didn't have to make up like me time at one o'clock in the morning and then not go to sleep until three. Mm-hmm. And now I just. Do one not that I I don't even consider it sleeping in if I sleep till seven it's because I only went to bed three hours earlier. Okay, but I, what are you talking about? I'm kind of like I would drive her fucking mad because she would want to sleep in. It'd be like six six thirty in the summer. It's like a nice day, and I'd be like shaking her like Let's go, let's go, let's get out of bed, let's go to a fucking flea market, and look at some junk. And she'd be like, Ugh. I'm like, come on, let's. And my line was, you got to seize the day. Oh I God, I, I hate you. Simpsons, of course, I hate you but, for her. Yeah, I would get up. Let's go get up, go to a shady gas station, get some shitty coffee. We can go to a flea market and get another cup of shitty coffee and a breakfast sandwich. And then go look at people's junk and buy a Jordy LaForge uh, Star Wars or uh, Star Trek action figure. The uh, me, me, um, there's a there's a part of me that would that wants to do that and wants to be that person in the summer, not in the winter. In the winter, winter could go fuck itself. I'm sleeping till 12. In the summer, there's part of me who wants to get up and experience because the warm weather and go do a flea market and go. But there's also a part of me that wants to stay up till three in the morning and sleep till 12. Oh, we should do next time. I'll keep an eye out when they have the toy show down down at Jake's and we'll go down the, go down to Jake's for the toy show. I still don't fucking get how you live off three hours of sleep. I, I go three or four days and then, and then I'll catch up on it occasionally. That's not healthy at all. I know you think it's it's fine, but it's probably one of the reasons I, why it's tough to lose weight. No offense. Oh, no, but, it absolutely is. Yeah. But at the same time, I I can function on a daily basis just fine. And it's not good for your heart either. Yeah. It's not I mean, good for anything. Yeah, neither is that big slab of meat on the grill, but... No, I would say I get more than two to seven. I probably get, I average five, and then occasionally six. If I get seven, seven, seven's a solid for me. If I get eight, I feel like shit. Seven is perfect. That whole get eight hours of sleep. If I get eight hours of sleep, I am so sluggish. If I get six or seven, I feel like a million bucks. I yeah, uh three I'm a little tired. Yeah, I need my uh, eight or more. <laughs> oh god, no. I and if, if I sleep more than eight, I'm like, "Oh, well, I if I go over the allotted time, I actually resent myself for the rest of the day because I wasted precious hours of my life that I could have been awake experiencing nonsense." Yeah, but what do you do? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Just along uh, for the ride. Ugh. No, that's weird doom, too. Doom scrolling on Instagram? I don't know. No, thanks. Either, either way, it's a waste. Yeah, and I, and see, that's... I was awake for that waste. If I, like, get up early and I go downstairs and I doom scroll on Instagram, I'm like, I could be sleeping right now. <laughs> oh. And Chantress is like you. She um, 
Well, she does go to bed earlier, but she gets up. She's rarely sleeps past eight. Rarely, mostly like she's up like six, seven. Sometimes like nine. Okay, like when blue moon, she'll sleep till ten and be like, "Oh my god, you're wearing off on me." I'm like, as I wake up at one <laughs> in the afternoon, which is not common, but it's not something that's not happens. I mean, see, even if we did like when when I would still do like you know show stuff like forensic file stuff we'd do like night shoots and we'd shoot until like five thirty six in the morning like you're wrapped up and you're leaving you just worked like a 15 hour day until six in the morning i get home crash and let's say let's say i'm in bed by like six thirty seven. like i'm still i'm up at 10 like ready to go and also pissed that it's now 10 o'clock and i'm only waking up because i feel like half my day is gone even though I just, my day just ended. <laughs> yeah. What, what's our topic here? Oh, early dismissals. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, so, we're discussing yeah, you what wanna, you like. You want to make, make the most of that snow day. And that's why early dismissal, you get out early and it's like, even at, at the extra hour, it's like, oh shit. And if you can get home, if you can get home in time to watch Jerry, that was huge. Back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like the open tamori. Like, oh, wow, that's what it looks like? You see, they're already fighting by the time I'm getting home. Yeah, um, me, it was like getting home to watch, like, cartoons, even though yeah. I was in high school still. Oh, oh sure. Uh, and, and this just goes to show, too, by the way, we're talking about getting out of school early so you can go and enjoy life. And my example is you get to go and watch TV. Right. So... Yeah, well, the enjoying life for me is watching TV. I'm not one of those people who like, I don't watch TV or like, Ian, I don't oh, have a TV in my house. That shows. Yeah. I explain that to Mrs. Squeezer all the time. Like, when she wants to try to limit screen time. Like, screen time is what made me the person I am today. And she goes, I don't think you think you realize what that means. <laughs> Like, oh, ow. But, yeah. Um, okay. So, let's see. I was going to move my things around. I'll just stick, I'll stick to the script. Here oh. is, I was going to move my night before. Okay, I'm going to stick to the script. We're not sticking to the script. Sticking to the script. Here is my next pick. Yep. Also. We're getting the pot up with the rat ears podcast. Ah, Super Mario Brothers 3, World 6, Iceland. This one was so I picked Super Mario Bros. 3 uh yeah, World 6 for two reasons. Oh, hey, Izzy. You're just coming on my lap now. Um she, she just appears out of nowhere. She's so quick. And stealthy. Why is your sister down there warbling? So obviously one of the key things to do on a snow day is play Nintendo, right? Absolutely. And one of those games is Super Mario Bros. 3, but this is the Iceland and it was always a favorite of the like um like now I think, I don't know what my favorite level would be. 
I think it's still two. I love fucking the desert world. Um, I love the whole game. But as a kid, it was always giant land because it was like something that was completely different than you've ever seen before. Yep. And this because you get two special suits in this one. Yeah, I think that there's a Tanuki in here, but the one that's in here that you can't get anywhere else is the hammer suit. Oh, yeah. Um, ooh, whoever's playing this one got the special end card. Um, so this level was, was Trixie. And I'm going to scroll through it. Uh, oh, did he get the hammer suit? No, he got a leaf. Uh, oh, yeah, you, you can get a Tanuki in this one. He gets it here with the big pow. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of power ups in this one. You go up the thing, you go down the big thing, and you hit the big question mark block, and it shakes the whole screen. The little bear comes out, and you're now Tanuki Mario. Um, and the suit was just dumb. All you could do is turn into a statue, but it was rare, and it was fucking fun. It was useful, especially on like uh, in Darkland, like when you're like getting bombarded with shit on one of the ships and there's like yeah fireballs and you know uh cannonballs oh, and coming your way this guy lost his tanuki suit to fucking bam uh uh was it bam bam dun, 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 yeah. bam bam yeah. i always i always like finishing off bam bam while jumping and turning into a statue and then dropping on him let's see if he gets the hammer suit here I'm just scrolling through watching this guy. There's so many cool levels in this fucking game. And, and oh, then, yeah. but like worlds. Oh yes. He got the hammer suit, fucking hammer suit. And the, the, the little purple toad, um, the toad house. So yes, world six playing super Mario brothers. It's such a fucking great game, but, uh, it's, and it was a game you went back to all the time. Like, what are we going to play? Let's just play super Mario brothers three. Um, yeah. I think I prefer five. What are you fucking texting me? 11 a.m. All right. Let's let everyone answer this on the show. Do we want to do semifinals for wrestling at 11 a.m. or do we just do finals at four? Am I on it? You're with, uh, no, you're after 530 with me at Oh, I'm going to a, like a play with my kids. Yeah. Uh, sure. Why not? Semifinals? Drinking in there, but Easton. But I mean, saying. either way, someone's gonna be angry. So you know, take your pick. Well, Easton has games at one, two thirty, four thirty, and eight. Jesus Christ! Thank God we're at fucking Phantoms. <laughs> we got the easy show. I'm at I'm at a middle school play until five o'clock. So yeah. But um, being that this is a snow slash ice level. And it is also a great game to play, even now. Oh, you can even... There's a frog suit in this fucking level? Or does he just use it? Uh, oh, there's there's a pow brick where you can get a hammer suit. I forgot about that. Man, this... World 6 is probably the best fucking level. 6 is pretty solid. My, my favorite thing about it is... And I, I like 5 probably the most. Is the king's a seal? Um, <laughs> Yeah, five's cool because it's two different worlds essentially. When you go two up the worlds. the spirally spirally spiral re I can't say spiral spiral re spiral I, I I could up until you just did it. Yeah. 
But it, it's twofold. One, the spiral I pals. Like, I like jumpy flying levels. There's a lot like, of those. Yeah. I I specialized in, especially like when we were in college and we do things like, I was the guy. If we it was like a jumpy fly thing, I would handle those because I'd be hopping all over the place. Like my first thing I do is when I start a new game is go to level, uh, go to one two the the green one, and do the power up one just leaping off of Goombas over and over until I have like, you know, I can do it for an hour, just racking up one ups until I get to a hundred and then go on with my game. Not that I need them, but just for fun. Just for funsies. But, just for fun. But it does have. It also has the Goomba shoe, which the Goomba shoe, which is so much fucking fun. It's oh, unnecessary. Yeah. You don't need um, it. It's, just it's not called the. What's it called? The. I always call it the boot, and it's got some Japanese or Karubo Kuru, shoe or something. Karubo shoe, but yeah, I always yeah. just call it the boot. Karubo shoe. K U R I B O S. Yeah, I love yeah. that boot. That thing's fucking awesome. Thanks, fun. I and I would just stand there on the, like the little black chompy plant things, just like Haha, fuck you. Yeah, those things. Yeah, me too. I did the same thing. Yeah, you that just was, sit there. Like, that was Haha. a great fucking gimmick. They were so smart. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers three is the honestly the it's best. So, it's 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 the best. It's the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's why I wanted to give it give it its uh. Little shout out right there. Here is your nice. third pick. It's, it, I was just thinking, if you and I were Crayola markers. What What was the gimmick? They're fat and thin. Uh, is that what he says at the end? Marcus fat and thin? Yeah, the, the whole thing. Fat and thin. What was your favorite? Did you, I like the thin ones as a kid. Oh, thin ones. I, yeah, thin ones. I, just, I envied them. Yeah. I didn't oh, get any of them. My parents weren't buying me fucking Crayola markers. They lasted like marker. they lasted for like thirty seconds until they ran out of ink, and they were fucking expensive as shit. They were expensive. Um, I was a colored pencil guy myself, but we were lucky to get crayons in our house. <laughs> oh, no. no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up you know any harsh memories. Oh, I wanted, I wanted, I and I and they gave all the special color packs, like the bold and the pastels. I wanted Crayola markers so bad as a kid, and my mom just. Mm-hmm. Oh that's, god, that's something for rich kids. Too. You had them, dude. If I had some kind of like coloring device that didn't say Crayola, I'd just throw it at the like wall. Rose, oh, art. <laughs> Rose art, Rose <laughs> art, <laughs> yeah, or just some 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 Chinese tube with lead in it. Mm. Just, yeah. Um, I didn't even no, know back was, then Crayola was made in our backyard. Like literally. In fact, we probably people we work with probably made that fucking commercial. Right. We uh well, not us, but whoever's working those four games on Saturday is going to pass the factory on their way to the game. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm taking so much pleasure in this now. Um I'm going to miss our walk though. 
I don't like to- yeah, I'm, I'm walking by myself Saturday. I mean, I'll yeah. just go fuck myself while I walk by myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to go spend some quality time with my kids. Didn't you tell them that your quality time with me is more important? <laughs> <laughs> I do, all the time. <laughs> uh, That's okay. why they're like, can we try, Daddy? I'm like, all right, let's try. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, snow days, you bored and sometimes it was a school project that you had to do but sometimes uh my sister would like suck me into it or my mom and be arts and crafts time and you would do uh this i mean of course this was young like i'm not saying i was doing this when i was like in high school and like oh snow day let's make arts and crafts but i remember like as a little kid you're like you're making shit for the fridge you weren't doing arts and crafts were you uh, no. Oh. No. My mom was not like, let's do arts and crafts. She was like, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. We don't, I don't even have a formal dining room in my house. Like, our dining room table, it's, it's, it is the craft room. Like, it's the, what is the dining room table, which was something that we got off of, like, an internal Craigslist for the school district that Mrs. Squeezer's mom works at. We got this dining room table for like a hundred bucks when we first got married. It came with us, and it's the craft room. It's got little if painting all that. Like there's no, it serves no other purpose than to paint color blue. Whenever, whenever we got any like paint or like craft or art supplies, they'd be destroyed and gone in like a week. So there was no crafting. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, yeah, pretty much ours are too. I'm like, oh, look, craft supplies. There's paints and stuff. And I, I take a couple and I hide them because I know it's going to get ruined. Same thing. Like, oh, look, fresh Play-Doh. I'm like, oh, that's going to be brown in, you know, 20 minutes. Uh, now they got this kinetic sand shit and I fucking hate it. It's the worst thing in the goddamn world. If you're a parent out there and you have kinetic sand, may God have mercy on your soul. Can I, it's, what's kinetic sand? Kinetic sand. It, it it it's like like Play-Doh, but shittier and messier and pointless. Ugh, it it's the worst. It's the fucking worst. And then it gets in everything. It's every. It's like sand, but clumpy. Okay. It's the bane of my existence. But as I as I I'm, I don't know. I, I put it in the same category as like gack and like slime kind of thing. Like it doesn't really, you don't really play with it. It, it entertains you for about five minutes and then you move on with your life. Uh, but yeah, no, snow days we'd be stuck inside and I would do arts and crafts and, you know. Uh, I, I was very much a construction paper kind of kid. Oh, I love construction paper. Because I could build. And yeah, I, you could, you could cut it up and tape it and staple it and build. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like crazy. Yeah, that, was, that was my go-to. You know, and you color a little bit. And then, of course, well, you didn't have to worry because markers suck on uh, construction paper. Yeah. So I didn't have any. Going, so. You didn't have to worry about it. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you just, you know, eat a little paste here and there as you put it together. But, yeah, I kind of I kind of like it. It was, it was a nice uh, change of pace from playing with your toys or watching cartoons. So you get the, you know. Bust out that imagination for a little bit. Bust it out. Yeah. Crafts. 
My turn? Your turn. Here we go. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hops. Ready to race to you. These days are all. The only thing better, Squeezer, I think, than like a snow day was the night before the anticipation day. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> I remember one specifically. We were at Lenko uh, grocery shopping. Um, and Lenko was like a modern Walmart where there was like a department store and a grocery store, but much bigger focus on the grocery store. In fact, uh, the guy, the Walton uh, uh, patriarch stole the idea from Linko, from the Linko family, the Baudelaire family. Um, that's stole. I mean, it's not, you can't copyright an idea like that, but he got the idea to do that with his stores. Uh, so we are there, and I remember, I, I'm pretty sure there was like Monday Night Raw on that night. We got home, and I was like, or primetime wrestling. I'm like, can I stay up and watch wrestling? And like, I don't know. And one of the things we did was put on WFMZ, which is the local non-affiliated station in our area. And they'd run the storm watcher and we just stay up and watch. And there was like a whole series of, since we are St. Francis of Assisi Catholic school, we are usually last to get our fucking, canceling but once you start seeing like allentown school district parkland school district you knew like all right no buses we're getting canceled that's because like they relied on the buses of all the other school districts to get kids there yeah so once those other school districts started getting canceled you're like feeling it and i remember sitting there with my sister and, and happy days was usually playing on wfmz that's why i played <laughs> the happy days like nice. i never watched so much happy days watching fucking storm center whatever the fuck they called it um, waiting for our, our our school to get canceled, but um, that would like the anticipation, the days, oh, and yeah. then maybe it's a two hour delay, whatever. But you, my parents were always lax. Like once they knew, they're like, "All right, they're riled up." And like, you, you never had to go to bed, and occasionally it backfired. Like we'd stay up late and nothing happened. Yeah, we'd have to get up and go to school, and that, that's me. Whereas Mrs. Squeeze was like keep them in the same routine and no matter it doesn't matter what's going to happen tomorrow it's go through the and now granted they're still a little bit younger so they got to keep that routine and shit but i'm i'm i go complete cool dad mode like oh let's stay up and watch cartoons you know because they're not going to have school tomorrow she's like yes but then you're going to go to work and i'm stuck with cranky kids i'm like yes well yeah we used yeah, to, my... oh, we used to be able right to here. stay up, uh, and they were like, "All right, there are it's a lost cause," you know. Um, they sometimes they put Lisa to bed, my little sister, but like Chris and I would get to stay up and watch like TV and eat some junk food or like you know watch Scarecrow and Mrs. King with my mom. But Ooh. yeah, <laughs> or just like Happy Days on a we wasted so much time just waiting to find out if we're canceled. It was yeah. it was called like Operation Snowflake. That's what it was called. Operation yeah, Snowflake. Operation Snowflake. Yeah. 
you know, just watching that fucking ticker. And then, and then in the morning, if you did see your school, would you still sit and wait and watch to see it go by a second time or a third time? Oh, you keep it on all day after you do yeah, your you celebration. Just, you just keep it on to see it and just celebrate. Just to take it. There in. we are. That's us. <laughs> take it all in. But even though, and even though it was on a loop, so it doesn't matter really where you were in the alphabet because it just looped. I was at W, so it felt like I was at the end every time. Yeah, so we were St. Francis, so we were at the end, too. Yeah, and and there were so many saints. Yeah. Uh, you know, there yeah. so many saint yeah. schools. Yeah. So for you, I could imagine, like, you see, like, Saint, 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 Saint. That was also, then, like, a, a tell. Once the other uh, Allentown okay. Diocese schools started, like, shutting down, Okay, and then we're we're next. And uh, apparently, there is a white area school district. I don't know where, what, or what the fuck that is. But they would always be closed, and Whitehall would always have a fucking two-hour delay. You'd see that, and you're like, uh, uh, oh, or you don't see it, or we'd be the last. You see white area closed, and then you're like, oh, wait, here's Whitehall, 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 Allen, fuck go to school <laughs> yeah and they're gonna send you home early anyway because they because the problem was we were so insulated like you had a big well uh, but you first of all when you were younger you went to catholic school so you relied on the other school district's transportation so it was based off of that then you went to parkland i would say school. 99 maybe even 100 percent of the time if parkland called off because so many kids took parkland buses if mm -hmm. Parkland called off, St. Francis called off because they yeah. had to. Yeah. <clears throat> and same thing, like, you know, Parkland, like, you have, like, a massive swath of land, so they have to take into consideration, you know, yeah, the the, the, the suburbs, but also, like, the boonies, like, and the it's farm folk. almost all the way out to you, and then further, Briningsville, even almost out to, like, Kutztown, and then yeah. all the way up to almost Trucker. It's huge. Massive. Whereas Whitehall is literally a mall <laughs> and a ma and one main road. And every artery, no matter where you are in that town, you can if you make you can make two turns from no matter where you are and be on the major artery and get to the school. So we were very often the two hour delay school at mo everyone else could be off and we'd have a two hour delay. Yeah, well, that that road always gets plowed for us. Yeah, it's it's because the mall's there. They gotta. It wasn't about us getting to school. It's about selling uh, shit. Yeah, gotta sell your fucking gimmicks. Yeah, you got, everyone's gotta get to Spencer's. Hurry up, <laughs> plow the roads. <laughs> gotta get the jeans at J.C. Penney's. Get those roads plowed. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was the night before for me was like fucking gold because you get to stay up late and staying up late is what I fucking live for. Yeah, like now. Um. All right, where am I? Oh, here it is. Here is your next pick. The 
battle of the sectors begins. Heroic Dargon, leader of the forces of good, is ambushed by evil sectors. With the help of his loyal insectoid, Dragonfire, he fights them off. But they're just bait for the real trap. A far more treacherous enemy is waiting. The evil General Spytrax. Will Heroic Dargon be caught in his web? Watch the next episode of... Sectors by Coleco. And look, uh, uh, first of all, I don't want to. I'm not shitting on sectors here. Um, uh, thank you, Tim Clark, for all your fine work. But it was on snow days, like eventually, because there's no plan unless you know you know it's coming ahead of time or something like that. And you feel like you have more time in a day on a snow day, and you it, it's basically carte blanche. Like you can do whatever you want because there's nothing lined up weekends sometimes you had plans and stuff and in the summer you were going outside so now a snow day you're stuck inside and eventually you can only watch so much tv you're told to just get out of the damn living room or your mom or dad wants to watch something and you're, you're tired of you know making arts and crafts and it's like you're you're looking for something else so you go and dig deeper and this is like those days where you find the old toys that you had, like you hadn't played with or never played with in the longest time. And that's mm. why, I pull, like, you'd go and dig out the sectors and play with them for a little bit. Brave Star, look, I love Brave Star, but Brave Star wasn't my go-to play with everyday toy. On a snow day, fuck, it, it was the Wild West, you know, in my living room, you know. And I'd, I'd set up the whole <laughs> compound and everything. It was great. You know, you you dig deep for all those. And you, then, yeah, you take over the whole living room. I'm trying to think of the other ones. That would have been weird. That would have been like, uh, like Dino Rider and stuff like that. Stuff where you only had like one or two of. Like, I didn't have all the sectars. You know, I didn't have every... I mean, you only really needed, you know, Brave Star and Tex Hex, really. That's all you need. You didn't need all the other guys and stuff like that. Thirty thirty would have been awesome. But, you know, it's it's the ones that you didn't have, like, the entire collection of. Like, I wouldn't, like, yeah, I'd get my G.I. Joes out, but you had all the G.I. Joes in the world. Same thing, like, you know, my Legos or Ninja Turtles. But, like, this is the one where, like, oh, I'm going to go get the weird one and play with this for a little bit because, you know, it's a snow day. Why not? Snow day toys. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I see it. that's classic. Knowing you now, I could definitely picture you doing that. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna reminisce. Like you're the only twelve year old who wants to reminisce. But um no, nah, I don't really I don't think we really did that. <laughs> yeah. I I put a lot of thought into my day as a child. I could see that, yeah. If, if I mean, look, if I could, if I wish I still had all the, uh, it wasn't TV guy, what it was, the channel choices, the uh, book that came with our. Uh, oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Little paperback one. It wasn't like the like for me when people say TV guide, like I never got, we never had TV guide. Like we had the one that came in the paper and it had like the listings like locally for the cable, you know stations and like i would get that and i would go through my saturday and sunday mornings 
I would highlight like battle plan out my morning of cartoons with a highlighter. <laughs> my goodness. You are something else. <laughs> Thanks. Somehow I have two children. Uh all right. Um let me go to mine. Actually, I don't load mine in the I don't load mine in the thing anymore. I just play the clip. So here here's my Simpsons clip for tonight's show. Oh nice. Oh well of course everything looks bad if you remember it. <laughs> now where are my chili boots? Ah. Okay, we'll go to the chili cook-off. But I want you to promise me you won't have any beer. Okay, quit nagging me. I won't have any beer. Jeez, why don't you have a cigarette or something? <laughs> Suppose I could. Great episode. That's a top five for me. That was that was uh. It might be for me too. That that was um in reference to me looking for my uh. Snow boots, and it was funny. I was just talking to Christy about this the other day with her kids, um, wanting to play in the snow, and her not wanting. I was like, "Well, do what my mom used to do. Like she knew we could never find both our snow boots, so she'd say, all right, when you get dressed and get your go go get dressed and get your your winter clothes on, your jacket and your snow pants and your your scarf and your boots and your gloves. And once you're done, then we can go out. And then she knew 90% of the time we'd never be able to find both of our gloves, both of our boots, both of everything. And <laughs> the day would be gone by that time. But I was, I look, like we had this, so our toy room had the, the HVAC handler in it and, and the, the water heater and the lawn. So it was this, this small, slim room in between what would have been our garage, but was halved off to turn our computer room and our downstairs living family room, whatever the fuck you call it. So it was this tiny sliver of a room and it had, it was wide enough to fit the washer and dryer and that's it. That's how wide it was. And on the, like if you're, if you walk in on the left-hand side was the air hand, the HVAC air handler and everything. Mm-hmm. And the back was the water heater. And then all our toys and everything, there was toy box. All our toys had to stay in there. But in between like the two fucking air handlers whatever the fuck they were was like a like a space and there was a bin with all of our shoes in there and finding two was somehow (laughs) impossible it was like losing a fucking sock because you don't think about it all summer or all fall until fucking winter and then you're like where did i put that other fucking boot so you're yes it's a fucking search for your other fucking snow boot that your mom bought you at kmart last year no you're 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 I, I think you're missing the point here. You might have had those boots on the day before. Yeah, well, yeah. Still can't yeah, fucking find absolutely, them. absolutely. Because that's but, the same fucking every time. I want to go out and play. I want to go play in the snow. I want to go play in the snow. All right, go get your boots on. Forty-five minutes later, I'm ready. Like I want to go out and play in the snow. <laughs> like I want to go out. I want some fresh air. I like this shit. Let's go. And ah, uh, God and. Yeah, I'm like, all right, just, you know what? Put your sneakers on, and I'll get some Target bags and just wrap around your shoes. Let's go. I'm told I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, they don't let you do that anymore. Um, 
but yeah, finding your boots and getting all your snow gear was a fucking goddamn hassle. And, uh, and then when when you came back in, did you have a, a system for disrobing? Get it all off as quick as possible and leave it there. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> there's the. This is me. You think there's a system? That's what I do now. Yeah. No, my but like we do. Like my mom did too. Like she would come down. Like it, it's when the beach towels came out in the summer. She'd bring the beach towels down, lay them out, and then that way. Like, all the watery, booty, runoff, snow, all that shit would just get sucked up in the towels. We had, um, so downstairs in that living family room, whatever it was, next to the laundry room, was our uh, coal stove. It was, it used, like, pellet coal. Okay. Oh, so you had a coal stove, but then you also had central air for... We had... AC purposes? We had, uh, yes, electric air force heat. And um okay. and central air, yep. But we had a coal stove too, and it was on this uh, um, mantle that actually had a chimney because it was originally a wood stove, so there was a chimney in the house. Um, but it, the mantle they took the wood stove out, they they closed off the chimney and they put a uh, well, I don't know if they closed it off, I don't know what they did, but they put there's a coal stove there, and we had a coal bin outside. Um, and I that coal stove was that whole uh. I want to say mantle, but it, it was like a hearth. Maybe it was it was brick that was wider than, and then brick went up the wall. Hmm. So it was that was my play area. So on the left side, there was a bookshelf on each side. On the left side, there was books and like yearbooks were down there, and some photo albums were down there. And there was a sitting chair. And the right side was another bookshelf, and then there was like our stereo system with the record player and stuff and that's you know that was my pa system for when i wrestled that played my wrestling of course uh, music um is it it split level or bi-level or i don't so it it was either i think it's both (laughs) (laughs) what's the difference i don't know so mine you had to go upstairs to a porch to our front door wasn't on the ground it was in the middle of the house okay and then when we that's... when we walked in, we didn't walk into a room. We walked into a landing with stairs going up to our main floor and stairs going down to the bottom floor. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. I know I know what you're. Hmm. That might be split level. I think, yes. Because my aunt and uncle, my great aunt and uncle, like you walk into their house and it's more of a a living area and they had like a fireplace there and then the garage was off of that then you would go up like a half a flight of stairs and that's where the living room dining room and kitchen was and you go up another half a flight and that's where the uh bedrooms were so i don't know what that's considered yeah search Googling with the well, we have one concurrent viewer currently on YouTube, so shows how good this one. Wow. We, we either lost <laughs> chasing plastic or make it so, or you, or it's you. Or oh yeah, I'm here. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we lost okay. them both. All right. Well, hang on, hang on. Ready? And did I go away? No, it still says one concurrent viewer. Oh, probably because I'm logged in. Mm. Oh, this makes me have to read. Can you just show me a picture? Ugh, the internet. All right, let's wrap this fucking show up. I think it's a good show. It's just YouTube, I think it's fantastic. YouTube's not good. Here's your last pick. Yeah. It's the time for you to meet my new partner. Oh, 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 oh,
Well, who's your new partner? A snowman. What the heck you say? Yeah, yeah, come on outside, we'll do our act for you. Outside? Foggy, it's too cold to go outside. It's not cold. It is cold. It's not cold. <laughs> Can I come in and warm up? Okay, so it's cold. <laughs> Kermit oh, sorry, and Fozzie? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on this. So I think you might have had a split level. Split level house entrance. No, because that looks... All right, it might be the same fucking Listen, thing. Listen, no it was built by my dad and my uncle, so it could have been something that's <laughs> only existed ever in our house. I don't know how that saves space. Like, literally built by my dad and his brothers. And my brother, his brother-in-law. Well, I mean, that makes sense to hear build stuff. Is it, is, it, is it dependent on the ground that you build it on? I don't know. Well, we didn't have a basement, so there was it was just foundation poured flat. There wasn't okay. dug See, in. now, their house, my, my great aunt and uncle, they had a basement, and it was, like, the fully finished, and that's, like, their house was, like, a museum. Like, they're the ones that had, like, the plastic runners going down the middle, plastic on the furniture, mm. like, Dalmatian dog statues. Like, the house was, like, untouched up above. And then they just lived in the basement. Like they'd go up in the cook, they cook a meal in the kitchen, and then there's no TV in in any floor within the house except in the basement, and that's where they stayed in the basement and watched TV. Hmm. Kind of like me. Um. Oh yeah, Billy. I I I built a snowman the last snowstorm we had because there's a nice real real wet packy kind of snow, and I have like a quarter of a little hill, just a little a little burn. Uh, in the back of my house, back of the yard. So I went up there and built a little snowball and started rolling it down. It blew my kid's mind. I'm like she's like, I want to build it down here. I'm like, get where? I'll get there. Gravity, honey, you'll learn this one day. And built up a little snowball, started rolling it down. And next thing you know, honestly, I didn't realize how big of a snowman you can get. It was probably, I don't know, thirty feet. Yeah, no, that's that's ten yards, a little longer than ten yards. Let's call it twenty yards. That I rolled a snowball up, and it became a monstrosity. And I built in no time, just doing that technique. I had a snowman even tall, and I'm short, but I had a snowman taller than me. Got some sticks, carrot, jammed it in for a nose. Uh, well, I don't have coal, so I don't know where you get coal. So we tried using rocks. It didn't work. Uh, but then I found uh, two golf balls and a string from our ladder ball, and we buried it in his face, and that's how we made the eyes and actually made him extra creepier. Um, and then uh, that was that snowstorm where it was real heavy and wet, and then within like an hour of it stopping the snow, the sun came out and like melted everything. So we built this awesome snowman, and within an hour, his head had already fallen off and melted. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. They were they were crying <laughs> and sad, and I was trying to explain to them, like, you know, life. You know, it's like that. Life is like a snowman, and it melts, and your head falls off. Sometimes. That's the, that's the lesson I taught them. But, yeah, it kind of it took me back. Like, it was fun. Like, I, like, I wasn't a... We'd build snow forts. Snow forts were fun. Or we'd pack a trash can full of snow, flip it upside down, and, like, pack it down tight. 
but yeah, it was a uh, go to. That was the 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 only downside, and because downside was because I'm like uh, I don't want to say I'm a purist, but I like the imagery of a nice white snowy yard. But then you go out there and play, and you trash it. And it's the downside with like the snowman rolling technique is you just start picking up all the snow, and the last thing you want to see it almost makes you sad. Except now that it's raining, thank God, and it's like seventy-five degrees outside, mm-hmm. um, and it's all gone. But like when you like do the snowball rolling effect to build your snowman, and you start seeing grass in your yard in the snow, and it just makes me sad. Makes Squeezer sad. And that's why that's my last pick. Do you want to build a snowman? You know their parents die at the end of that song, right? Uh, Enchantress made me watch it, but quite honestly, I don't remember a thing about either it, of the it, movies. It, it's like everyone likes to sing that. It's like some fun, uplifting song. Like the second verse, they die. Well, it's not a fun song. It's she says no, right? It's do yeah. you want to, and she says okay fine or something like that. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah, okay, she's bye. Like, All right, I give up on you. Okay, great. You right. Because, you know, they withheld information, so rather than just be honest with someone, they bury their feelings deep down inside, don't let them know, and then your parents die in a horrific uh, wreck going to what you believe might be, if you think it canon-wise, uh, Rapunzel's wedding, but then you find out in the sequel they were actually going to Atahalan to find out the secret to her magic powers, and they their ship is... Uh, sunk in a storm and washes ashore hmm. where they find the secret scroll that's hidden inside the ship and their parents drown in a horrible death. Hmm. I'll be damned. Ironically, Rapunzel attended um, the coronation uh, of said uh, uh, Queen Elsa. Yes. I'm sorry, it wasn't Elsa's wedding. It was, whose wedding was it? Was it Ariel's wedding, I think? They were supposed to be going to a wedding. It might have been Ariel's. There's a whole fan canon that they it's, have. Uh, Hans Christian Andersen? That's no, those are all, What? Disney. No, but those are all Hans Christian Andersen tales, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, bastardized by Disney. Right. Less death. All right. Uh, here's my next pick. No, more. The last thing I want to be is a parent in a Disney movie. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy superlatives, Batman. It's really exciting. <laughs> soon, very soon, Batman and I will be batapulting right out of your TV sets and onto your theater screens. That's right, Robin. Our first full-length motion picture feature in color opens a whole new world of thrills. The big screen gives us more space on land, sea, and in the air to challenge the most bataclysmic collection of super criminals that ever plotted to take over the world. Number one, the Riddler. Question, who's going to All right, that's the- enough of that. So, Batman 66, we rented it, dubbed it, this was the movie if we had to watch it was either Ghostbusters or Batman 66 and then eventually <laughs> when we got finally got Batman 89 on fucking tape we'd watch that but man did watch and this movie is so fucking stupid but I love it it was written oh, yeah. it was written in 10 
fucking days. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo Sample Jr. completed the screenplay in 10 days. Uh, principal photography lasted 28, which is normal for a feature film. Uh, and they spent three days on second unit. But uh, they used all the same cast except what we talked about earlier. Um, they used, uh, what's her name as Catwoman? Lee Merriweather. Uh, there were some celebrity cameos. Uh, but this movie is so fucking weird. And they, they have all the fucking Batmobiles in it. There's Batmobile, the Batcopter, the Batcycle, and the Batboat all in this fucking movie. And, oh, yeah. They're just all the gimmicks. And the best gimmick of all. Robin, get the bat shark repellent because there's a shark on his leg when they so they go they take the bat copter because uh Commodore Schmidlap his <laughs> fucking yacht is uh apparently um been uh seized and Batman and Robin go and they 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 go down and all of a sudden a shark has bitten onto my leg. Robin, reach above and get the bat <laughs> shark repellent down to me at once. And then Robin, instead of just like walking it down and handling it, handing it to him, does like the most weird like leg around this ladder, bend down fucking maneuver he possibly can. Would you believe that uh, I had one of those like treehouse forts like that was on the stilts because we didn't have a tree? Well, we had a tree. It was a crab apple. My dad built a little bridge that went from that like fort to into the tree yes and it had a rope ladder coming down it mm-hmm. could would you believe that i may have recreated that scene thousands of times oh that's pretty that's robin well, that's pretty good i was always robin because chris was batman but mm-hmm. uh, the pictures unfortunately prove it well there, there was no batman it was just i was alone well they would uh they would go on to realize that it was the joker they they did going the riddles and the figuring it out like Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman—the four criminals. I think they're like the bad underground, or whatever the fuck they call them, the criminal underground. Um, that they 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 uh, bought a war surplus pre-atomic submarine to resemble a penguin. Um, I remember when he goes in and he's like, "Did you sell any submarines?" And he's like, "To a penguin." And Rob's like, "Penguin." And he's like, you sold, or Batman like gets all judgy to him. Because you sold a pre-atomic war grade submarine to a man you barely knew. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice. I can't do my, (laughs) Robin, we need to sell. We need to check this man's ledger. (laughs) Um, And of course, Catwoman disguises as a Soviet journalist. Katania Reina Takanya Kerensky Alsanov, acronym Kitka. (laughs) <laughs> My friends Very call imp- me impressive. Kitka, thank you. Kitka, your <laughs> your charms are. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not taking pleasure in listening to you struggle, but it's funny. Uh, I, I try to do my um, Adam West. Kitka, your charms have made me, rendered me. <laughs> I have a giant hard on. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> well, because because at that point now you're not Batman, you're a little Ryan. Yeah, the movie gets yeah, the movie gets really strange when they um 
dehydrate and rehydrate the people. <laughs> the end scene. In well, the we didn't get to it yet. First, it was oh, like okay. they mistakenly used toxic heavy water uh, to recharge them in the atomic, the bat caves, bat atomic pile. So when they hit the henchmen, they disappear. Like literally, Batman was killing them, right? Right. Yeah. So then, like, yeah, they they rehydrate all the UN um, uh, security council, but they because someone sneezes, Commodore Schmidlap sneezes and mixes all the dust. They can only separate it so far, and they all have a, a strange mixing of um, traits. And Batman quietly expresses his sincere hope to Rob and that this strange mixing of minds does more good than harm. <laughs> and they just quietly leave and climb out the window <laughs> while no one notices they're there. <laughs> and of course, like everything in the show was supposed to be dumb and tongue in cheek. Uh, that's the whole point of it. The giant bomb with the ducks. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Fucking Chris Nolan stole that for the Dark Knight Rises. At, at the same time, though, at, even as a kid, I'm being critical when I'm like, how did they know that they were going to need the bat cycle right then and there and it was hidden in the <laughs> Robin, quickly, seen... the bat cycle. Oh, I get so excited. And the bat bow with that, that so fucking long, ray but... gun that they used to stop the torpedoes. <laughs> I can still hear the sound. <laughs> God, that movie's fucking great. I haven't watched uh, it in forever. I gotta rewatch it. I, I realize the villain's lair is pretty much the friend's apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so according to Fox's records, I don't even know if it came out in theaters, but it, the film needed to earn three point two million in rentals to break even, and it made three point nine million. I don't know what that means. Were there rentals back then? Couldn't rent a movie back then. How, how how would you watch it? Right. Theatrical. Okay. Batman premiered at Paramount Theater in Austin, Texas on July 30th, 1966, between the first and second season of the series. It was moderately successful at the box office. The Bat Boat feature in the film was created by Austin-based company Glastron, whose payment was in having the film premiere in their hometown. Oh. <laughs> in conjunction with the premiere, Gene Boone of Austin CBS affiliate station ktbc interviewed the film's cast including lee mayweather cesar romero and adam west abc the network which previously aired the batman television series first broadcast the film on july 4th 1971 edition of abc's sunday night movie the film was quickly broad brad rebroadcast on abc september 4th of that year the film debuted on home video formats vhs and betamax in 1985 by playhouse videos then apparently really released after a blockbuster video exclusive asked why it wouldn't be repackaged on the heels of the successful Batman 89 movie in 1989 by CBS Fox Videos and in 1994 by Fox Video. Hmm. I don't know which version I had, but I watched the shit out of it. Yeah, well, we rented it at Blockbuster and my dad dubbed it VHCR to VCR. And uh, that's the version we had on a uh, six-hour tape. <laughs> Probably two other bad movies. But uh, that wraps up the show. Just as my voice is completely Perfect shot. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. We are back next week. What are we talking about next week, Pete? Uh, is it the menu show? 
It is the menu. Sh I'm fucking we gave ourselves all this extra time to prepare for it, and here we are. And yeah, I'm not ready. Oh, I might have been less quiet there because I think Izzy turned off one of the channels. Aw, So, um, we'll be back next week talking menus, and then I gotta figure out what we're doing after that. But until then, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody.